Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. Learn how to move your awareness out of your mind and into your heart so you can embody your divinity, experience joyous peace of mind, and create your most vibrant life by opening to receive your soul's sacred medicine. Hello, beautiful soul. Hello, strong heart. Hey, brilliant listener. Happy New Year. Welcome back. This week, we are kicking off a new season of Soul Health Mentor 2023 by talking about what it takes to honor your New Year's resolutions with follow through gusto and endurance instead of hating on them. So I am someone that gets a little sad when people start hating on resolutions and especially New Year's resolutions. And why do I say that? I say that because I am someone that makes resolutions throughout my year and I do so with clarity and with gusto. I get really, really excited about my next vision, my next level, my next level of growth and expansion and I think it's rather sad that there's so many people hating on New Year's resolutions. So I wanted to talk about it and I'm going to talk about seven different things, seven different perspectives and angles that I have watched and witnessed in others when I ask myself, what is the deal with hating on New Year's resolutions? The first thing we're going to talk about is what is a New Year's resolution in the context of soul health and what the actual definition of a resolution is. That's where we got to start. So the actual definition of a resolution is simple. There's no emotional charge and this is the first clue. There's a lot of emotional charge around New Year's resolutions and we're going to talk about why that is the case. But before we can do that, we need to know what is a resolution. A resolution without the emotional charge is literally just a firm decision to do or not to do something. Now we can see it's simple. It's a firm decision to do something or not to do something. Now we need to talk about the difference between a decision and a choice. So a decision happens on the mental aspect. A choice is a decision followed through with action. And now we're getting closer to the clue of why there's such a huge emotional charge around New Year's resolutions. To just make a decision to do something or not to do something doesn't make the thing happen magically, appear in your reality magically. No, it takes choices. It takes action. And that's what a lot of people lack. They lack follow through. They lack resolve. They lack determination. And that's why there is such a huge emotional charge around the word resolution. 
in the context of New Year's resolutions and resolutions throughout your year in regard to your soul health, let's talk about what the soul is interested in. There's a huge difference between ego-based goals and soul desires and heart's wishes. That's the next point we're going to talk about. In the context of soul health, it's all about your growth, your expansion, and your transformation. It's about spiritual transformation. It is about alchemy. It is about turning the heavy, leaden human experience into spiritual gold. That is what embodying your divinity means. It is embodying your potential and growing, expanding, blossoming, thriving. That's why I get so excited about resolutions throughout my year. It's the firm decision to do or not to do something. Now let's talk about ego-based goals versus soul desires and heart's wishes. So soul desires and heart's wishes are often whispers. And it takes you stopping, slowing down, breathing, getting quiet to be able to listen to those whispers. Ego-based goals are loud. And it's often the must, the should, the hustle, the competing, the, oh my gosh, I don't want to miss out, the fear of missing out, proving yourself. All those energies that I just described are often connected to ego-based goals. It's what society teaches us we need to do to be successful. It's what our life needs to look like to be considered successful. But that has nothing to do with your soul desires and heart's wishes. Soul desires and heart's wishes are really anchored in simplicity. And that's how you can actually very easily discern between an ego-based goal and a true soul desire and heart's wish. Ego-based goals are often super complicated and complex. And it's really stressful. It causes stress in your body. Soul desires are simple and they relax your body. So I first discovered this huge difference back in 2010. It was November 2010 and I attended a workshop that was about heart's wishes. And we had to do different exercises and there was this one specific exercise where we were supposed to write down our heart's wishes on a special piece of paper. It, it was a very light piece of paper that actually when you burn it, it will fly up. And I don't really know what the, that paper is called, but it was supposed to be this ritual celebration of our heart's wishes and releasing them to the universe. Well, <laughs> I wrote my heart's wishes down and I wrote so much. Funny enough, my paper wouldn't rise. It wouldn't rise. It wouldn't fly. And the teacher 
let me do the exercise again and I think I did it twice more and every single time my paper wouldn't rise it wouldn't rise it was heavy it wouldn't rise and I couldn't understand what was going on neither could the teacher but she gently guided me with her hunch of what was happening instructing me to take it home to sit with my heart's wishes and I don't know if she used the term simplify I don't remember that I just remember that I was instructed with homework to sit with it and to try again so I had to sit with my heart's wishes and it took two days of digesting the workshop to finally come up with four very simple heartfelt soul desires and when I came up with those four very simple heartfelt soul desires and hearts wishes and I wrote it down on the special piece of paper and I burnt that paper it rose it finally rose and I'm going to share those four hearts wishes with you now because I did share them with my teacher and others that were in the workshop later and funny enough I realized by the reaction of others that I had expressed universal hearts wishes because there were a few people that said oh I love that can I borrow that so I'm gonna share those with you now my very first hearts wish is best expressed in this desire I wish for radiant health and vibrancy that was my very first wish my second wish was I wish for happiness and more than enough money my third wish I wish to share my divine knowledge and my fourth wish I wish for a harmonious marriage and to create our legacy together and you can see that you could fill in the blanks what does radiant health and vibrancy look like to you what does happiness and more than enough money look like to you what does it mean to you when I say I wish to share my divine knowledge and what does a harmonious relationship look like to you and what legacy do you want to leave behind with your partner so these are the very fundamental desires we as humans here on earth have our soul wants us to be radiant and healthy in our physical body our soul knows that we are abundant beings that are able to create happiness and more than enough money we all have divine knowledge we all have a soul's gift we all have spiritual gifts that we are meant to share with this world and we all desire love 
and harmonious relationships in our life. And we all want to leave behind a legacy. And the simplest term of leaving or simplest explanation of leaving behind a legacy is just leaving behind the spaces and places that you are present in better than they were before. So you can see this is a very nourishing way to look at your desires. Now let's enter the ego. The ego will tell you that your body has to look a certain way, be a certain way, weigh a certain um, pound or weigh certain pounds or kilograms and then you're healthy and then you're radiant and then you're beautiful. It's societal conditioning and it's a lot of BS. It has nothing to do with your soul and your heart. Then the ego will tell you you need a house, like you need a certain size house, you need a certain size car, you need to be on vacation every year, you need to wear certain types of clothes, you need to have designer labels, then you can be happy. And of course, all this costs money, so you need more than enough money to uphold this illusion of happiness. That's what your ego tells you. It has nothing to do with your heart and soul. Sharing your divine knowledge looks very different than what society tells you. Society tells you, you have to have a college degree, you have to have certain certifications and labels to um, have status in the world, to get paid a certain amount, and that's you entering a career, but that is really often a soul-sucking career and not very soulful and not very nourishing and not very fulfilling. It can be very stressful and depleting and there's a huge difference between ego-based goals and true soul desires and heart's wishes. You can sense it, right? And let's look at the last heart's wish and soul desire. Our harmonious relationships Ship. It doesn't have to be marriage. That's another thing. It doesn't have to be marriage. And it doesn't have to be a lifelong relationship. That's another conditioning, another stigma, that divorce is a bad thing. But now let's look at that. Harmonious relationship, what does that mean? It means different things to different people. So I'm going to share what it means to me. To me, it means that there are no ego power struggles. That we in our relationship, me and my husband, respect each other in who we are individually. We're different. We're not the same. We don't think the same. We don't feel the same. We don't um, approach things in the same way. But what we do have is the same value system. And what me and my husband value the most is freedom, expansion, travel, and growing our potential. That is what we hold dear to our hearts. So if we didn't have this value system that we both held in our hearts, if we didn't have that together in our marriage, it would cause problems. 
we don't have children and we're both okay with that. If that wasn't the case, if one wanted children and the other didn't, that would cause a problem. That's a value system that can cause conflict if it's not in alignment, if both people aren't aligned to the same value system. So you see what I'm getting at. It is the legacy that we want to leave behind is to make the spaces and places we are in a better place. We want to be the types of people that the space and the place has just become better. So it's very simple. It doesn't take a whole lot. It doesn't take a huge um, following of people to do that, to fulfill that. And here you can see the ego-based approach and the heart-based approach. I'm here doing this podcast, speaking these words, because it's an important message that will leave the space and the place better. The listener, you, will learn something, will take something from it, and will apply it, hopefully, in your life. So you can sense, you can feel the difference. And a resolution to do something or not to do something is simple. So right now you could make the decision that you are not going to allow ego-based goals and conditioning to take you for a ride. But you're going to decide instead to take action on stopping regularly, slowing down, breathing, and creating the space to listen. And these podcast episodes give you that. So every week there's a new podcast episode. You could make the decision right now to show up for yourself in this way once a week for 30 minutes. And maybe you also want radiant health and vibrancy and you could make another decision and follow it up with action then it becomes a choice to listen to the podcast while you're taking a nature walk do you see how a resolution can be fun and it can be filled with gusto and zest for life and enthusiasm and when you listen to your heart and your soul desires then you get the stamina and an endurance because it's your heart and your soul guiding you to grow and expand. <sighs> Let's talk about the next thing. If we're looking at ego-based goals and the energy of stress and hustle and the fear of missing out, then you start your new year by hustling to do the next thing instead of completing things before you start them. And let's complete something right now. You could make the decision to complete listening, to complete the cycle, the vicious cycle of listening to your ego-based goals and to instead start listening to your heart and soul. 
to those whispers. You have to get quiet to hear them. It's so easy to ignore your soul whispers because your ego voice is so loud. So you can complete that right now. That could be the choice you make right now. And you could take action by reflecting on the journaling questions that I will share with you in just a moment. So it's, you know, honoring your resolutions, your New Year's resolutions, it's about knowing when to hit the pause button. And you need to know when to hit the pause button because when you notice that you're in the energy of hustle and stress and proving yourself and not feeling enough, then you're following ego-based goals. So it's good to pause, slow down, breathe, and listen. And understanding the process of transformation happens when you allow yourself to do just that. Because transformation is best explained through the butterfly, the analogy of the butterfly. The cocooning phase is the pausing, is the slowing down, it's the stopping and the re-evaluating. Am I still on track? Or am I following the hustle of ego-based goals? So it becomes this transformational process of the caterpillar building a cocoon to become the butterfly. And I call this transformational process from pause to play to deeply nourishing flow. So instead of hustling in January and acting too fast on impulse, Take some time to reflect. And now I'm going to let you know those reflection journaling questions that you can pause on. Take a moment from pause to play and play with it. Don't take it too seriously. Play to deeply nourishing flow. Question number one. Are you allowing yourself to shine brightly by speaking your truth and honoring your value system. Are you allowing yourself to shine brightly by speaking your truth and honoring your value system? Let me explain what I mean by speaking your truth. I specifically mean speaking your needs. How do you feel? What do you need? Do you need support? Your value system, what do you value? I personally value giving myself compassionate sanctuary regularly, creating that space to retreat. I personally value authenticity, being true to myself. I value vibrancy. I value integrity. I value spirituality. I value intimacy. I value freedom. So am I speaking my truth, honoring my value system by speaking my needs? 
this is so important because if you don't know your needs, if you don't know what you require, desire, and deserve, how are you going to communicate that to another person? How are you going to set healthy boundaries? It becomes impossible. So that's the first question. Second question, are you taking time to grow yourself, prosper, and thrive? This is the soul health aspect. Out of your mind and into your heart wisdom to grow yourself, to prosper and thrive, to expand, to fulfill your divine potential. Question number three. Are you embracing and sharing your gifts, talents, and unique presence in the world? You have a very unique presence just like I have a very unique presence. You have unique to you gifts and talents, just like I have unique to me gifts and talents. Are you embracing them? Do you know them? Have you uncovered them, discovered them, unblocked them? Question number four. Are you creating space for self-care? To love, pamper, and nurture yourself, filling your cup. Because an empty lantern cannot shine. An empty lantern without fuel, without oil, cannot burn, cannot shine. So are you creating space for self-care? To love, pamper, and nurture yourself, filling your cup. Question number five. Are you setting aside time each day, even if it's just 15 minutes, for soul care to allow your mind to drop into your heart and your true nature? And this perspective of New Year's resolutions is a very nourishing perspective because it supports your growth, your expansion. It supports your embodiment, the embodiment of your heart's wishes and soul desires, your embodiment of divine potential. Can you see how it has nothing to do with hating on your New Year's resolutions? There's no need to because now you have discerned that there's a huge difference between ego-based goals and heart's wishes and soul desires, and there's a difference between making a decision and actually following through with action. Then it becomes a choice. So it's about making those daily choices that are aligned with your desires, your soul, your heart. Ah. <sighs> And if you've enjoyed this podcast, then visit the show notes blog on soulhealthmentor.com episode number 52 to check out the year ahead, the year ahead. So there is a theme every month here at Soul Health Mentor. And the month for January is from pause to play to deeply nourishing flow. And I have included a link that will take you to the year's overview so you can see what the themes are for the month 
And you'll also see that I will be posting play sheets for you. And the play sheet that I'm sharing with you first is the reflection questions and the seven things we talked about today. We talked about what a New Year's resolution actually is in the context of soul health. That was number one. We talked about ego-based goals versus soul desires and heart's wishes. That was number two. And we talked about completing things before starting new endeavors, knowing when to hit the pause button, so completing things before starting new endeavors, that was number three. Knowing when to hit the pause button was number four. How to understand the process of transformation was number five. And the theme, I introduced you to the theme of the month, was from pause to play to deeply nourishing flow. And when you regularly pause to play, to access deeply nourishing flow, you also learn to honor natural rhythms and cycles and I'll talk more about that and honoring natural rhythms and cycles will help you grow your self-trust muscles and following through on your promises because nature shows us that there is a time to prosper blossom and thrive and there's also a time to retreat the seasons show us spring, summer, autumn, winter. Every season shows us what we can do right now. It's a very different approach than the ego based goals. Oops, excuse me. <laughs> ah. Okay, let me say that again. That was a hiccup. Whew. Following natural rhythms and cycles honors your true nature because you are nature. But we've become very denatured in this modern society. So it's important to get back to our true nature, honoring natural rhythms and cycles. And I want you to know that doing it in this way, it helps you grow your self-trust muscle and following through on your promises, following through on your resolutions by making the choices that support the decision to do something or to not do something. Thank you so much for being here today and I will see you in my mind and in my heart next week on Soul Health Mentor. Thank you for listening to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are playing. 